Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Wednesday, January 10th. Today we're discussing the reopening of the IPO window and what startups need to know, and Tesla's launch of the refreshed Model 3 in the U.S. Plus, YouTube is making it easier to find accurate information about first aid and emergency care, and NASA is delaying Artemis moon missions to give SpaceX and others more time to develop tech. This coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Technology Station. Please enjoy today's selection of technology news. Despite mixed results in 2023 and a historic public offering drought, tech startups and high-growth companies are returning to the IPO game. Companies like healthcare payments firm Waystar, cybersecurity startup Rubrik, and micromobility firm Lime are reportedly considering IPOs. Celeste, why are these companies considering going public now? Well, James, it's a complex situation. On one hand, it's a challenging time for venture-backed tech companies. High borrowing and talent costs are straining budgets, and with valuations significantly lower than they were a couple of years ago, many companies are wary of raising a down round. Instead, they're opting to preserve cash until they can tap into public markets or until valuations rebound. However, many of these companies have already made cuts or layoffs, and there's concern about whether they have enough runway to wait it out. So the economic climate is pushing these companies towards IPOs, but aren't there other funding sources they could turn to? There are, but these sources may be less available or less attractive in the current economic climate. For instance, VC funding has slowed and is increasingly oriented towards early-stage startups. High interest rates also make raising capital through debt financing expensive. So for late-stage, venture-backed companies that need significant funding to keep growing, an IPO might be the most viable option. I see. But aren't there also internal factors driving the interest in IPOs? Absolutely, James. Some early-stage startup investors are seeking exits, while employees who may have been with the company since its early days are eager to exercise their stock options. These factors are always in play for fast-growing tech ventures, but they've become more prominent as companies that may have put IPO plans on hold during 2022's down market can't hold out forever. So it seems like a combination of external pressures and internal desires are pushing these companies towards IPOs, and it will be interesting to see how this trend develops in the coming months. In related news, Tesla has launched the revamped version of its Model 3 sedan in the United States, following its debut in China and Europe just four months ago. This overhaul comes at a time when Tesla has been aggressive with its pricing strategy, offering discounts to stave off competition and meet its growth targets. Celeste, what are the key changes we can expect with this new Model 3? The major changes are primarily on the inside, James. There's a new ambient light bar that wraps around the cabin, a new touchscreen display, and another display for rear seat passengers. Tesla has also improved sound dampening and upgraded the materials used in the interior. Interestingly, they've removed the stalks from the steering column. Now, gear selection happens automatically or on the touchscreen. On the exterior, there are new headlights and taillights and a less bulbous front nose. Interesting changes indeed. What about the pricing and range of these new models? The upgraded Model 3 comes in two variants, 
The rear-wheel drive version starts at $38,990, and Tesla claims it offers the same range of roughly 272 miles as its predecessor. The long-range version starts at $45,990 and can travel around 341 miles, up from the claimed 333-mile range of the previous long-range Model 3. That's quite a significant increase in range for the long-range version. How has the revamped Model 3 been received overseas? It's been quite successful, particularly in China. In fact, Tesla had its best quarter ever at the end of 2023, largely thanks to sales in China. Now, with the rollout in the United States, Tesla has revamped three of its four core models, having already released new versions of the Model S and Model X in 2021. It's clear that Tesla is not resting on its laurels and is continuously innovating to stay ahead in the electric vehicle market. Thanks for the insight, Celeste. In a similar vein of innovation, YouTube has announced a new initiative to make life-saving information more accessible. They're launching first aid information shelves, which will feature videos from credible health organizations like Mass General Brigham. Celeste, could you tell us more about this? Absolutely, James. These shelves will be pinned to the top of search results when users search for a variety of acute health topics. This includes CPR, choking or Heimlich maneuver, bleeding, heart attack, stroke, seizure, and opioid overdose. The videos are designed to be easy to follow with the aim of providing quick access to actionable first aid information. That sounds like a potentially life-saving initiative. Is this feature available worldwide? Currently, the initiative is launching in the United States in English and Spanish. However, YouTube plans to expand to additional languages and countries in the future. This seems like a significant step in the right direction. But YouTube has had its fair share of issues with medical misinformation, hasn't it? Indeed, James. YouTube has been grappling with medical misinformation, particularly during the COVID-19 pandemic. This led to the platform banning videos with vaccine misinformation, including content that spread false information about vaccine safety, efficacy, and ingredients. Over 1 million videos spreading dangerous COVID-19 misinformation were banned before this change. YouTube has also been fighting against misinformation in other medical categories, such as cancer treatments and abortion. It's good to see YouTube taking steps to combat misinformation and promote accurate, potentially life-saving information, marking a significant step in that direction. On a different note, NASA has announced that the next two Artemis missions to the moon including the first crewed lunar mission in over 50 years, are being delayed by approximately 12 months to allow commercial partners more time to develop their technology. Celeste, can you help us understand the implications of this delay? Absolutely, James. The Artemis program is a complex endeavor involving major commercial partners like SpaceX, Blue Origin, Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, and Boeing. Artemis II, now scheduled for no earlier than September 2025, will send a crew of four on a 10-day journey through space using NASA's Space Launch System rocket and Orion capsule. And what about Artemis III? I understand that this mission is more complex. You're right, James. Artemis III, now set for September 2026, is indeed more complex. While two astronauts will launch on SLS and travel in Orion as in the prior mission, the capsule must then dock with a SpaceX Starship in orbit to transport them to the lunar surface. 
This requires SpaceX to develop in-orbit refueling capabilities, as Starship must refuel in space before picking up the astronauts. After delivering astronauts to the moon, the Starship must then launch from the surface before docking with Orion. This mission will require an incredible number of Starships, each with propellant transfer capabilities. That sounds like a monumental task. What other challenges does NASA face with these missions? In addition to the technical challenges, Artemis III will require new spacesuits, which are being delivered by Axiom Space under a $228.5 million contract. NASA also discovered issues with Orion's heat shield life support system and abort system after the demonstration launch of SLS in late 2022. These issues, along with the need for a realistic plan considering the technical challenges ahead, have contributed to the delay. It's clear that safety is a top priority for NASA. And with such high stakes, it's understandable that they would want to ensure everything is in order before proceeding with these historic missions. Thanks for the insights, Celeste. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today on Current Radio. Looking forward to seeing you back here tomorrow.